Hi, welcome back to the She Built This podcast. No, I did not make a mistake by not playing the entire intro music. I had another plan in mind for us today, and I don't think we need it. Um, I know it has been a while since you've heard from just me, just little old me, your host, Emily, and I wanted to connect with you on a couple things today to keep you in the loop as we head forward into the last couple months of the year, 2023 here. So first of all, if you are new here, and I know that some of you are, hi, and allow me to introduce myself properly. I'm Emily Aborn. I'm a content copywriter. I'm host of this podcast, She Built This as well as the Content with Character podcast. And if your interest is at all piqued and you're like, hmm, what is this Content with Character podcast you speak of? Don't worry, because we are going to get into that ever so slightly today. I also want to say as a disclaimer up front, please do not take notes. Please do not leave this episode and go follow any of the little rabbit trails that I'm going to be sharing with you. All of the links will be in the show notes so you can get every single thing that I talk about. Um, I'm going to be kind of throwing a lot at you, but you can find it all in the show notes. So what do I want to talk about today? Why a bonus episode, Emily? Um, I have been a lot of places lately, a lot of physical places. Um, And I also want to share how being in those physical places is going to affect and involve you because it's given me some takeaways, which are not so physical. They're a little more uh, whimsical or idea generating, if you will. So what physical places am I talking about? Where have I been? In October, I was just on the go. September through October, really, I was on the go, truly on the move. And anyone that knows me well knows that I am a homebody at heart. I'm not like 100% on the homebody spectrum, not like 10 out of 10 homebody, but I'm very close. And most of my adventuring tends to be in places that I either know, as in like I'm familiar with them, um, places that feel safe and cozy and comfortable and preferably outside hugging a tree. But in September and October, I broke out of my little safe little, my little safe little snail shell and I tried some new things. And some of those didn't have any trees in sight. They were like in cities. So here's what, here's where I went. I spoke in a breakout session at a conference in Worcester, Massachusetts for women entrepreneurs on visibility and out of the box marketing. I shared at a small women's group on the seacoast in New Hampshire, all about content creation. I had the opportunity to facilitate a round table discussion at a local women inspiring women event hosted by Leslie Sturgeon. I spoke at the score women's conference in Kensington, New Hampshire. And then to top it all off, I got to attend the main women's conference, which gave me the opportunity to sit back, relax, network and connect and hear other speakers present. And I'm not sharing this to say like, look how busy and on the go I've been. I'm sharing it because I learned a lot through these experiences. And I wanted to share some of those things with you give back if you will. Okay, I learned and I like to give back. And I also wanted to tell you sort of like what it sparked in me inspiration wise as it relates to this podcast, which as I said, affects you. Um, I will be keeping this 
this episode super short and sweet, so don't worry. And like I said, the show notes are going to be extensive and will include a lot of these things in them and all the links I mentioned. So no need to get sidetracked. You can stay just listening and enjoying and find anything that you need reiteration on afterwards. So I wanted to share with you three tips that I gleaned from these various events after seeing a lot of different formats, a lot of different speaking styles, and hearing lots of speakers speak. So three simple tips. Uh, number one, this one's not this one's not going to be new to a lot of you, but that is really that storytelling is king. It really is king. I fell in love with quite a few of the speakers as people, not even necessarily what they were saying, what their message was, just them as people. Like even if I didn't feel like their content or was super, super relevant to me, or maybe they weren't really eloquent or dynamic, what I was always constantly drawn to was their stories, their storytelling. Of course, that and their their sense of humor. Humor will get me every time. But stories were really the highlight for me. They really brought me in. Now, people often ask me about storytelling and they have lots of questions and they want to know how to structure it and how to do it. I am honestly not the expert on this. I, I love storytelling. I enjoy doing it both as a creator I also enjoy consuming it um, in content, but I could not tell you all the ins and outs of like what actually makes a good tellable story or which stories you should share and which stories you shouldn't. But I have somebody who does. I have a resource for you. My friend Erin Alilla, she's a fellow copywriter. She just recently did a podcast episode on strategic storytelling on her Talk Copy to Me podcast. And as I said, you don't need to go look now. The link is going to be in the show notes for that episode. And because I have a good thing going with Erin and we kind of do a little swapsies with sharing about each other's show. I want you to hear in her own words what her podcast is all about. Hey friend, my name is Erin Olilla and I am so sorry for the interruption. If you are enjoying this episode of the She Built This podcast, I think you'd also like to hear my show, which is called Talk Copy to Me. I am all about celebrating smart women entrepreneurs who are looking to increase their visibility, attract the right audience, and then convert that audience into paying clients. And your marketing can help you do just that. So again, listen to this whole episode because I'm sure it's going to be genius like everything that Emily does. And when you're done, come on, find me at Talk Copy to Me. And now back to the show. Thank you, Erin. You said it in the way that only you can. So just to recap uh, that first tip, more storytelling, more storytelling in our spoken and written content will help to create more connection. Yes, please. Um, and make sure to check out that strategic storytelling episode. If if you are new to Aaron's podcast, that's a great place to start. Um, it really does walk you through how to like use it more effectively in your content, which stories to choose, and which stories maybe not to choose is also an option. So that's tip number one, more storytelling. Storytelling is king. Tip number two, there is so much power well, I'll just sum it up as be present, okay? There is so much power when a speaker, presenter, podcast guest, podcast host is present. Now, what do I mean by this? You're like, of course they're present. They're there with us in the space. They're there with us on the Zoom call. Like, they're there. Uh, but here's what I mean. There's a difference between 
when a speaker, and my hand is raised high on this, when a speaker fixates or focuses solely on what they are saying and what they are supposed to be saying and how they are intending their presentation to go or just their presentation itself. And I'm going to give you two examples. So at the SCORE conference for women, I started out with some technical issues. Now, these technical issues had me starting out feeling sort of flustered. I had chosen to use slides and getting them up on the computer was a little bit of a challenge. So we actually ended up having to quickly switch computers and then we were off to the races. Now, I got off on a good foot, but about halfway through, I hit a snag with my slides. And I will tell you, I left my body and I also left the room for a moment. I was really just up in my head. I was busy trying to retrace my steps, catch my brain up, focus on what I was going to be saying next. And I just kind of left the audience there like, bye-bye, I'll be up in my brain uh, while I clunk through this next point. Like, forgot that there were other people in the room with me and that this was a conversation. And what sucks is it was one of the pieces of my presentation I was most excited about and passionate about sharing and could have spoken from most presently and most from my heart. And I do believe that, you know, when I reviewed kind of how I felt it went, I feel like it ended up falling rather flat. Now, Nerves and anxiousness, these are normal things when we are speaking. It's also normal to be excited when you're speaking. Some people claim that they do have that out-of-body experience every single time they speak. What I have found and watching so many, observing so many speakers over these past few weeks is that the most dynamic, the most connecting, the most magnetic speakers are the ones that you're like, oh, they're in the room with us. They are present with us. They are bringing the audience in and engaging with them. You know what else they do? They respond and they react real time, live time to body language, to happenings of the room, to, you know, funny stuff going on. Like they respond real time. They are in the room. They are present. And I think it's a skill for sure that comes with practice. I think that being in front of an audience and remembering, you know, this is still a conversation, even if there are a lot of people listening, it's still a dialogue. Um, I also want to share a second example of when this happened to me. I had an interview recently, some of you may have heard, with Farnoosh Tarabi. Now, Farnoosh Tarabi is a rather well-known name. She's kind of big time, okay? And at the beginning of my episode, I said, you know what, Farnoosh, I'm scared. And You all may have thought, oh, ha ha, that's so funny, but I wasn't joking. I was very, very nervous. I had been wanting Farnoosh to be a guest on my show for a very, very long time. She said yes. I got a personal introduction to her. I didn't want to let her down. I didn't want her to think I was stupid. I didn't want her to say, well, why did I do that? That was a waste of my time. And I was nervous. And The entire way through her interview, I was really up in my own head. I was really anxious. You couldn't see it because you were just listening, but my neck was red. My face was red. The more that I thought about how nervous I was, of course, the worse that it got. Now, fortunately, a lot of people listened to that episode, told me they never would have known that. They didn't even notice. But I will tell you who did notice. 
Farnoosh noticed. The person I was having the actual conversation with, and she was very gracious. I mean, we both were in just like letting each other stretch our legs and be human and whatever that looked like and needing pauses and places to edit and change, you know, fix things. Um, But I do know that it didn't go as well as a conversation between the two of us because I was not fully present. So one of the presenters I thought who did this extremely well, this was at the main women's conference, was Kim Dawson. You've heard Kim Dawson on my podcast before. She's actually been on twice. And she presented on how to ask for what we want in money and business. Kim, I noticed, was extremely present. She had issues with tech and she remained calm and present. It was inspiring. And it was noticeably different. And I'll tell you what, it kept us all very engaged. And as an audience, the other thing I saw about her bringing us into these, like when she was navigating something with tech, she literally just kind of like made a joke of it and brought it to our attention. And I'll tell you what, it felt like as an audience, we were sort of like in it with her. Like we were overcoming the tech stuff with her. And if a slide went down, we were like, oh no, like we were all on her team. And I just found the way that she did that, I think it really came down to her being extremely present um, and, and listening. I mean, even as a speaker, she was listening to the pulse of the room. And I just found it fascinating. Um, it felt like a true conversation rather than a lecture. I mean, it felt like I was out having a cup of coffee with her. So all that to say, our presence, being present when we are speaking, when we are a guest on somebody's podcast, when we're doing a podcast of our own, it is a true gift to the people that we're sharing it with. You know, I've also been a, a guest on tons of podcasts, and I can tell, I can often tell when the host is either not present or perhaps seemingly not present. I guess I can't technically speak for their state of mind, but it has always been in those instances very hard to connect and to kind of like stay with them. So that was a really big takeaway for me as a speaker and as a podcast host, something to continuously be working on as a content creator, both when sharing and also when creating. Just be present. And last tip, tip number three, try to avoid things that are simply distractions. What do I mean by this? So if you can help it, um, I would try to steer clear of things that draw people's attention elsewhere. I got to see lots of different formats on how information was presented. Some people were straight storytelling, no bullet points. Some people some people, from what I could tell, had very like multi-layered outlines. Some people mixed bullet points together. I was like, I don't really think that goes under that point. Like it was all kind of disorganized and jumbled. Um, and I found myself confused, which was a distraction. Now, no matter what style they chose, I always appreciated when people did not distract us. So let me give you two really tangible examples of what might what a distraction might also look like when you are presenting or when even in a podcast, okay? So I love handouts and printables. Love them. My favorite thing to do is like download the worksheet. Um one woman, though, she referenced a QR code about midway through her presentation. And she said, my handouts are on, you know, all you have to do is scan this QR code and you'll get my handouts. So when she said that, naturally, the whole entire room picked up our phones, found that QR code, and we wanted to download our little handouts. Well, 
That would have been fine in theory, but the handouts were actually in a Google Drive. So in order to save it on my phone, know where it was going to be, like I just, I really wanted it on my computer. I wanted to print it, right? I didn't want to forget this paper uh, that had the QR code and get it lost in my purse. So I actually took an extra moment and I'm like, I'm going to email myself this Google Drive link so that I can look at it when I get home, when I'm sitting down at my desk, print it out, yada, yada, yada. Well, don't you know, that whole process took me five minutes, I would say, from the time I picked up the paper to the time I was able to re-engage in the presentation and find my back, my way back to what she was saying. So you can see how that's a pretty big distraction. That entire time, she was still speaking. She was still presenting. So second example was a woman who wanted us all to take this survey before she wrapped up about the actual presentation. Like she was basically like, rate my presentation. And I will say her timing on when she gave us the survey was odd. Uh, she gave it, she asked us to do it before she'd even given a main point or a takeaway or kind of like wrapped it up. And again, she had a QR code. This time it was up on a slide. She wanted us to answer these two or three questions in her survey. Now, I don't even consider myself too highly distractible. I mean, I have my moments, but I can tell you that after the survey, I somehow found myself on my phone on my Instagram messages. Like I was like, ooh, I'll just catch up on these. And I looked up again, like, I don't know, five minutes later. And when I did, I saw that most people were still buried in their phones. Now, this was only like a two or three question survey, like I said, so I'm guessing that a lot of people had the same problem and got distracted, went down some sort of rabbit hole in their inbox or whatnot. So maybe you've seen something like this on a virtual call, right? Where people are like dropping their links in the chat, dropping different website links in the chat as they're presenting, and then people get distracted and follow the website link, or even in a podcast when they say like pause this podcast and go do this like you can take somebody entirely in a different direction so I think in in your email same thing so when we think about this throughout our content how can we help people to stay focused and not get distracted because honestly it's a busy world and we already only have people's attention for so long before they're going to distract themselves anyway so why do we want to add to that even more um, other things I think that do distract people are like ridiculously long lists of action items or like things that they need to do um, in some cases so maybe they're actually writing those lists right um, and in some cases, I've even seen where people are like constantly derogatory towards themselves while they're presenting. And I also find that to be pretty distracting. So with that in mind, I decided I'm going to do an entire content with character podcast episode on not distracting people in our content. That will be com coming sometime soon. Um, one of the things I personally said, you know what? I can work on this. I can personally work on this too. When I say it's in the show notes, I need to start saying, I am going to start saying, you can check them at the end. They're very extensive show notes. Don't feel like you need to remember any of this. Don't feel like you need to remember this list because I made a handout for you and you can get it at the end. So even remembering, even remembering, like I said, a list or what, what links I want to look up, that can all be a distraction, like trying to keep stuff in our head. So if you have a digital handout, maybe you mentioned at the beginning, I'm going to share with you the handout for this. Don't feel like you have to take notes. Um, and then I'll share with you at the end how to get that handout. So consider how you're going to 
how you're going to mention it in a way that keeps everybody in the room with you, whether it be the Zoom room, the podcast room, or from the stage. So that's it. Those are my three tips from the field. Storytelling, yes, please, more of it. Be present and don't give your audience invitations to be distracted. I shared this episode with you for a reason, a specific reason. I've been happily working away on my other podcast, the Content with Character podcast, and I just released an episode last week, October 31st, about this very thing, speaking and podcast guesting for increased visibility. And in it, I give more takeaways, plus I actually talk through how to find some of the places where you can get speaking opportunities and podcast guesting opportunities to get out there and get speaking or guesting more. So that was really, I was like, I need to make sure that the She Built This listeners know about this episode too. And I kind of wanted to give you like a taste of some of the tips. I'm also probably going to do an entire episode diving deeper into the tips that I shared with you today. So I just wanted to take a minute, invite you to join me in subscribing, liking, following. Like I said, links are in the show notes, but I really want you to be a part of this conversation on the Content with Character podcast. If you are a loyal listener of this show and you love all things marketing, visibility, and content creation through a very human lens. Um... I also wanted to just kind of like tell you where we're going so you feel like, oh my God, she has a plan for us. I feel okay. I feel okay. She has a plan. Um, With this podcast, because some of you have been here since day one, and I just super, super appreciate that. And you know, I always have a plan, but some of you are newer. So wherever you are, I want to shower you, first of all, with appreciation and gratitude for listening. Now, last week, you got an opportunity to hear my guest, Rosemary Callender. She was talking about streamlining our marketing and visibility. And I'm going to be wrapping up the year with some things I'm like, oh my God, I just can't wait for you to hear these. So I have some great guests and topics, and we're going to be getting in from into things like uh, living our lives more with the natural cycles, with those ebbs and flows. We're going to talk about creating a personal manifesto. We're going to talk about getting really, really clear on what it is we want and also how to even figure out what that is because sometimes we don't know. We're going to talk about how language shapes our world and the different types of perfectionists perfectionism so you can determine like what your perfectionism flavor is and also what to do about it. And then, dear listener, I'm going to give you some time to digest and breathe and soak it all in and go back to listen to episodes you loved this year while we kick off 2024 together with a little bit of peace and calm. And during that time, I'm going to be pulling together some of my own ideas as I take stock of where I've been and where I would really like to take you in the coming year. So as always, Thank you so much for being here. Check out the show notes for all these bullet points broken down for you, links mentioned, podcasts mentioned, and make sure to connect with me if we're not already connected. If you're a fan of She Built This and you want to help me as as I give voice to more women entrepreneurs and also share resources with you, I would just be so grateful if you would share this podcast with a friend or write a review on Apple Podcasts for me. That would be an extremely great way to give back. So bye for today, uh, but don't be a stranger. 